and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike. Mike, yes. did you know that the Idaho Potato Commission, which is something until today I didn't know existed in the first place. <laughs> I was going to say, were you going to say, did you know it existed? Because I was going to go, no, I did yeah, not. Yeah, I didn't know that such an entity. I mean, it makes sense. It's Idaho, you know, potatoes, yeah. you know. So they released a perfume. Ah. Yes. A fragrance known as Friles Frights. Frights. Yeah. A fragrance known as Frights. Um or Frites. Frites perhaps. Frites by, by Idaho, which is made of distilled Idaho potatoes and essential oils and is designed to smell like a fresh plate of French fries. Why not just call it fries? Yeah. Well, they had that to be fancy. They had to be fancy. Yes. I guess frites or frites. <laughs> Whatever is uh is a fancy way of saying fries, right? I I suppose I suppose. I suppose. You suppose. I do suppose. That's uh supposing and um well, suppose uh, that's my that's my fragrance. I suppose they could have called it something fancy like FF one. You know that would have been that would have been another cool name. Just kidding, that would suck. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, the people well, who are buying this, just remember it is a fragrance, not something to eat. Correct. No matter well, how delicious it smells. Apparently, they were selling these bottles for a dollar eighty nine each. Now, I'm not sure how big of a bottle they were, but the picture on the article looked sizable. Yeah, it looks like probably about one, like one of those like pill bottle sized ones that huh. you would normally spend like twenty five, thirty dollars on. So just to give you some some reference, like this is not a top line thing, and the quote. On the article says, whether you're at a drive through restaurant or dining in, it's near impossible not to grab a fry and take a bite before you dive into your meal. The smell is too good to resist, IPC president and CEO Jamie Hyman said in a news release. This perfume is a great gift to anyone who can't refuse a French fry. <laughs> People are going to be, I accidentally got my finger. Hold on. Uh, here's here's uh, the... This is a joke. This must be a joke. And why do I think it's a joke? Because it is demog it's a demographically it is targeted directly at overeaters. And overeaters are typically overweight. And overweight people tend to sweat more. Human sweat plus french fry smell, not so good. Probably not so good. Yeah. I feel like maybe we should we should research this a little bit more and see if it if it is a joke. If not, I mean, what next? Big Mac scented cologne or <laughs> yeah. mom's ham casserole scented cologne and cookies and everything else. Yeah. Or along, yes, we will turn to cannibalism. Pizza, pizza, uh, uh, sideburns. You just take <laughs> two pieces of pizza and slap them to the sides of your face, cheese side down, and yeah. the, pointy, the pointy parts point, pointing down towards your chest. 
That's my pizza sideburns. Sounds That's delicious. That's part of my pizza sideburn fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who would have thought we were going to bring rock and roll fantasy into the mix tonight? Oh, it comes up every now and then. We have a couple of naked stories tonight. Um, these are not stories about ourselves, thankfully. Yes. These are stories about other people in the world. Uh, the first is about a Canadian woman who discovered that there was a naked homeless man living in the trunk of her car for three days. Not only was he a homeless man, but when he, he was found, he declared himself to be the son of the Pope. That is correct. So this guy was back there for, for three days. She was going to work. She was, you know, running errands, all that kind of shit. And one day, or, you know, she happens to open up the back passage that, you know, the, the, the seat that opens up to your trunk in mo most modern sedans. Mm -hmm. And she sees a dude in there and he's naked. And she's like, what? what are you doing back there? And he's like, it's a rite of passage. Yep. And then he say, says that he's the son of the Pope. Her Subaru was the rite of passage. It was written that uh, traveling in the trunk of the Subaru is what the son of the Pope shall do to get where he needs to go. That was actually uh, Ecclesiastes. Ah, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not as read up on the Bible as you are. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah, I don't right. think I caught that particular one. <laughs> I just I just think that it's a fantastic thing that he decided to make outside of the vehicle, apparently, because she didn't smell him. So he couldn't have been, uh, you know, doing his business in the trunk. But he did apparently at one point in time or another, get himself all muddy and then climb all over the driver's seat. Oh, okay. I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah. Down further at the bottom of the article, it made mention of that, that she had to steam clean the seats. And she apparently was steam cleaning the seats while he was in the trunk. Wow. Which, you know, this guy had to, I mean, he is like the, one of the hide and seek masters. Yeah, and not only is he a hide and seek master, but he is among the inexplicably large number of people who, for whatever reason, when they have these episodes or whatever the hell they are, have to be naked. It's so <laughs> common. It's so fucking common. I hear about it like on Reddit every single day. You'll see an article because, you know, I'm scooping Reddit for ideas mm -hmm. for the show. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I'm finding like just like dudes like. And they're always Terminator buff, too. Uh, if I was going to go criming, I would definitely be naked because you know what the first thing you can say when you get caught is something insane. And then they'll just be like, oh, this guy isn't stable. So we'll send him to a mental institution, which is probably better than prison. Nobody wants to fight a naked man. Well, that, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you get touched with things that you didn't want to get touched with. Right. Well, and and I mean, the funny thing is, if you think about it, they're probably if they're that fucked up, it's hard to say whether they're more dangerous or less dangerous than someone with like a stick in their hand. Because yeah. really, all you got to do is bring that thing down on their dong and it's 
show oh. is over. Oh, unless, yeah. Unless they're on like PCP or something. Mucous membranes are especially susceptible to uh, oloresin capsicum, which is in pepper spray. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine getting sprayed in the penis with that. Oh, my God. Could you imagine getting oh. sprayed in the dick with pepper spray? I Okay, so I've been through the gas <laughs> chamber, so I know what that's like, but that's more of a respiratory thing. Yeah, but I have yeah. been sprayed with pepper spray by my friend's little brother when he was like fucking 12. He was like, hey, Tom, look at me. And I looked at him, and all of a sudden, I saw this arcing jet of fizzy white stuff, and then my <laughs> eyes were shut, and I was screaming. It was so fucking painful. So to get that on your dick, like yeah. the only thing that I can I can come anywhere close to have having like an experience like that was when I was at um, this house party in like 99 or 98. And someone had some of this really, really strong um, barbecue or like uh, hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And they put a little on a pretzel for me. And I I totally wasn't ready for it and i'm dying i'm drink. i drank like four glasses of milk and then i went to the bathroom and that's oh, when everything you went had to some hell. on your hands yeah and that and you touched your peen and i was done after that i was like i went and laid down on the couch and and my eyes were burning and my mouth and my nose were burning but i didn't even care because my, <laughs> it, it was like it's like someone had taken a match and just taken a lit match and stuck it right in my urethra. That's what it was like. Oh man, the worst kind of urethral sounding you'll ever have. Hopefully, the only I'll ever have. Well, you never know. Well, I mean, you I, just you just never know. Did I ever tell that story on the show where I, I had to have, um, yeah, I had to have a procedure done. Yes, you did uh, to check out my bladder. And um, I know this really brings my sex appeal up for the ladies that listen to the show. But anyway, yeah, they had to take this tube. First, they put this numbing gel all over my dick, and then they fucking ran this tube up my 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 urethra. And I'm like, okay, this doesn't hurt, so I guess I'm okay. They said, okay, this might be a little uncomfortable. And then a torrent of cold liquid shot up my dick through my, you know, tubes down there, bladder into my bladder and everything went cold, like a stone in my stomach and my fucking like, uh, it was so bad. And, and, uh, and he's like, you'll feel an urge to urinate. I'll be like, no shit, dude. I have to pee. like a horse and and afterwards they're like okay you probably feel like you want to vacuum evacuate i'm like yeah yeah so i went and tried and i couldn't there wasn't really anything in there and uh and then for the rest of the day i had to call off work because for the rest of the day every three minutes i went i had to try and go to the bathroom because it was so uncomfortable and i was so irritated down there that my body was convinced that i was on the urge of you know, on the verge of pissing myself. <laughs> yeah. You know, no matter how many times you tell that story, it's still kind of funny and gross and, and painful horrible. at the same time. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think we usually tell that story in conjunction with the one where the uh, urologist manhandled my meat in front of the, <laughs> in front of the window that, yes. uh, that the people across the street could see. Yeah. That's so. in one of our, <laughs> I believe that's in one of our best of episodes as yeah. well. 
Yeah. I'm not going to tell any more of that story because I don't really need to. I think I pretty well got the, uh, the synopsis down there as to what happened. Yeah. Just, uh, the meanest urologist I ever ran into. Like you got to have a sense of humor. If you're sticking your finger in people's butts and, uh, checking their prostates and manhandling wieners all day long, I guess. But this guy, he took it to another level. He was very aggressive. Yeah, that's people um, might pay for that, but I didn't want to. Yeah, I think that should be an opt opt in, not an opt out situation. Yeah, right. Like in you all that paperwork to, you give yeah. me when I show up, could you not ask me if I mind being manhandled in front of an open window? Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like the uh Yahoo toolbar of, of medical procedures. It's <laughs> like, no, 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 uncheck, uncheck. I don't want that. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave my butt alone. Hey, doctor, leave my butt alone. Don't touch my penis. Yes. (laughs) And are you waiting to receive my limp penis, sir? A succulent Chinese meal? We got to talk about that. Succulent Chinese meal? We got to talk about that. So everybody go to Google or go to YouTube and type in document. I'm sorry. Uh, democracy manifest. Apparently you have to type original video also with it, or else it'll yeah, give you yeah. something completely different, which makes it very hard to find the original. But yeah, it is weirdly hard to find, but it's sort of like off color a little bit. It's not very bright. It's not very vibrant. Um, and it's, it's this, amazing. It's this dude with a very kind of, sort of hearty face i would say and the greatest voice the i greatest think i may have voice. ever heard that wasn't singing or doing voice acting yeah he was he was on point like that guy had an a game and he brought it he's being it pulled amazing. out of a restaurant or something and pushed into a police car by like eight dudes and yes. they're all they're all like they're all like trying to push him in and he's struggling and and he says, this is democracy manifest. He says, democracy manifest. Yeah, you you did it much better than I, <laughs> I did. And what is my crime? <laughs> Eating a Chinese meal, a succulent Chinese meal. The, the, <laughs> the most amazing thing, though, too, is when you look into it beyond all of the um, the great acting that he does uh, throughout this to make a spectacle of himself and, and also the, uh, the authorities is that they were, they were sent there uh, on a tip and thought that they had a much larger criminal than they had. Like he was not larger as in size wise, just more, uh, more deeds, I guess, uh, illegally. I, I, I get that's the only way I can describe that, even though that didn't really make sense either. But I understood um, what you meant. And I, <laughs> I assume most people do. <laughs> so that's why he decided to make that spectacle out of it, because he was just he was actually a petty criminal. He was a he was a criminal, it wasn't just some random dude, but he decided to to kind of lay it on thick to lose some egg on their face for what they did and ended up getting out of jail not long afterwards, like huh. probably the same day. Because they had the wrong guy. I would love to just be a fly on the wall for that. Just one day of that dude's life. They need to do a documentary about that guy. <laughs> there has yeah. been some video that was recent. Now, I know that when that was shared with us, uh, apparently eight, 10 years ago, when that 
video surfaced on YouTube, which it's much older than that. You can tell by the uh, by the graininess of it and everything. I would assume it's much older than that. Yeah. Um, but that he had died. But there's videos from less than a year ago mm. where he's in them and talking. And he is quite old, a lot older than he was in that video. But uh, he goes through and, you know, talks about his fame from that video and everything. And he, he's actually a painter and he paints the scenes from that video and sells them. <laughs> and he's and he's good. Well, that's awesome, actually. I mean, he is a hell know. of an artist, too. I mean, he captures the likeness to a degree that I wouldn't expect from somebody who had, you know, lived a life of crime, I guess, and not really cared about. I don't know. Maybe he did care about artwork. Maybe I'm just making an assumption there. At least he cared about his own artwork. I think that even that is something. It was, I mean, it was good because like all of us want to be able to paint. If I could take and, and, and paint and have it look good, I'd be doing it all the time. It's a gift that not everybody is given, even though Bob Ross says that anybody can paint. Well, I, I, I cannot. I'll put it this way. I, I don't think it's impossible for either one of us to paint. And I don't think it's impossible for me to learn how to play the guitar. Um, it's first of all, it's what you put your attention to and your energy to. And secondly, uh, it's what you're interested in. And the truth is that every time I've tried to play the guitar, I got incredibly bored incredibly quickly and I didn't want to continue to learn it. I can you dig know? it. The same with painting. I was like, this hurts my arm. I'm tired of standing like this. Um, you know, I'm making a fucking mess and you know, <laughs> it looks like something a three-year-old painted. It looks worse than something a three-year-old painted. At least the three-year-old did it with some fucking wild abandon and wasn't nervous about their technique and their style and whether anyone is going to see it. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. child has a more pure expression of art than most adults, I think, but they have less material to work with. So, you know, they usually express through color and, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's just different, but I don't know, like every time I've tried to paint, like I have a couple pieces that I've painted, but I just don't feel confident in them at all. It's not, like it's not my things. thing. I like drawing things much better than I, than I've ever liked trying to paint. I just, uh, yeah. I like to do the shading and I like to do uh, things that are more black and white, kind of like I prefer my tattoos, less color, more, more black and gray. That's, that's the way I like my, uh, that's the way I like my artwork. If I take my time, I can, I can be fairly proficient with drawing, but it's not like cartoon art, which is what I long to be able to do something that I could animate. Um, I've never really developed that skill. I used to draw Garfield obsessively when oh, I was so a did kid. I. I still do. Yeah. Do you really? I, I still do draw Garfield on birthday cards and stuff like that sometimes just because I'm like, check it out. I can draw Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, I didn't fucking ask if you could draw Garfield. And I'm like, I'm telling you anyway. Yes, I did. I did it. I did it. Yay, me. I drew a dog that looks kind of like Odie. Yay. I, I did it. I saw a fire truck today. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right, we got off of uh we got off track a little bit with Democracy Manifest. A little onto bit. 
on to naked person number two. Yes, naked person number two. So this one was a woman in, let's find out where she was. Chicago. Chicago, who was uh, a big fan of this game called Wordle, which I've been seeing a lot on social media. I've never heard of it, and now I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it. I haven't played it. I haven't even looked at it because I don't like mobile games. I don't. Like I do how, enjoy word games, though. I think that they uh, a lot of times kind of keep your mind a little fresh. I don't disagree. The problem is that these mobile games, and we're getting off track here, but these mobile games are so like manipulative in their sales structure. Yeah, I don't play the ones that come on from uh, from Facebook and stuff like that. No, I yeah. will play games that i've downloaded from the app store or what have you that are well, not connected the, to anything well those are those are problematic too because they have such an aggressive advertising mark like platform and and like you have to like you only get so many plays per day and it's shit like that and you have to invite your friends it's it i don't know if every mobile game is like that but most mobile games are like that there's a lot that are there's a lot that aren't also though so yeah. a lot of the ones that i play aren't that aren't that aggressive like they might try to be but i just i just won't play them i also like that. But that was that one, that Gardenscapes game where it made it look like you were always doing these fun things. And here it turns out that you spend all your time playing a fucking stupid uh, Candy Crush type game all the, yep. the whole way through it. Yep. A Bejeweled clone, uh, 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 match three. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. Well, they have the worst ads, but we are all off topic here. We can talk about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm determined to keep us back on this topic. Well, for we were, we weren't at least 100% another minute. off topic because no. we are still Wordle was what got us. That's right. Know, going down That's that, right. that wormhole. So there. note to self, maybe try Wordle, but because um, it could save your life. Literally it could save yes. your life because this woman who was in the habit, she's an 80 year old woman. And she was in the habit of keeping her sit your daughter up to date on her daily wordle score mm -hmm. so i guess the way the app works is there's a new puzzle every day and everyone solves it and you get like on a leaderboard for who's you know the the quickest to solve it and in the less least number of moves or something like that so everyone's posting these things on social media and they're just like images with a number above them and i don't understand what the hell i'm looking at so i don't really know, but <laughs> she would send these to her daughter. And on the night in question that this happened, she did not because she and could not. The reason why she could not was because a naked man had smashed through her window, climbed into bed with her and said, I'm not warm enough. And then proceeded to force her to go into the bathroom where he locked her in there for what, like 18 hours or something like well, that? Well, he was bathing and 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 so forth, I think. Yeah, like, yeah, like he was like bathing. Like, I don't think he did anything to actually harm her, but he did threaten her with a weapon of some kind. And and it, he was, of course, extremely aggressive and and uh, and and very naked. Very, just, very yeah, just naked. just him being naked was enough for an 80 year old to to have, you know, yeah. a bad day with but because she never uh, sent the text out to her daughter that day, her daughter became suspicious 
and called the police and had them go and they ended up in an 18 hour plus standoff with him. If, if I'm not mistaken, I read or 12 or 18 hour standoff with the guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, eventually he ended up being captured and, you know, no harm was done to the lady with the exception of the stress, psychological trauma yes. that will no doubt <laughs> yeah. haunt her for the rest of her days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 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 just so weird. It, you know, there was another story. This one is from Florida. And I may have talked about this one on the <laughs> podcast before because, you know, these two are sort Fuck of in Florida. These two are outliers not being in Florida. But um, there was this couple and they hear a noise on their roof. So the guy goes outside and down jumps a naked man. And he runs into the house and slams the door and locks it, I think. And then he runs into the living room. He attempts to pull a television off the wall. He runs into the son's bedroom and begins rubbing himself with the clothing in there, again, locking the door behind him. That's where the door was locked. He locked the door behind hmm. him. The, the woman uh, that lived there, I guess the, the wife, is armed. Because, of course, everyone is armed in, in Florida. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, she she kicks the door in America. Yeah, America. Hell yeah. So he, he she kicks the door open, points a weapon at him and he dives under and 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 back into the house. And by now, the cops have arrived and the guy is continuing to try to evade them. He knocks over the contents of a wet dry vac and, and then attempts to suck them up off the floor into his mouth. And uh, then he goes to jail and huh. he was on some sort of bath salts. I believe this is one of those, one of those weird designer drugs that you buy in head shops that, say very clearly on there, not for human consumption, because that way it's legal to sell them. <laughs> sure. Sure. It makes it legal yeah. to sell them, but it's still poison. Well, see, <laughs> the thing is they call it bath salts because then they won't get in trouble because it's like, you weren't supposed to consume this everywhere on it. It says, but everything on the internet says, yeah, you smoke it. You know, yeah, it's it's like this, this, and this. And every single time the FDA gets around to scheduling these drugs, the com- the companies that are making them, the criminal cartels that are making them, tweak the chemistry slightly so that it's no longer a scheduled drug. And then they put it back out there with no concern as to the change in chemicals and how that might affect people's bodies. That's interesting because I thought it always was actually base bath salts like that was where it started from and then they just added stuff to it huh you learn something new every day yeah yeah it's just like crocodile like crocodile is a desomorphine and uh it was originally discovered desomorphine was originally discovered in like the 1920s or the 1880s or something like that it was used for surgery for a while until they found that you know um um other stronger and less uh, dangerous compounds could be used. So uh, desomorphine is stronger than heroin or stronger than morphine at least. Um, But it's made with such heinous chemical compounds like, like red phosphorus and gasoline and arsenic and all these other compounds and chemicals 
that uh, it causes you to cook from the inside. And if you really want to gross yourself out, really want to see something awful, type in crocodile um, survivor. And crocodile is spelled K-R-O-K-A-D-I-L. There's nothing to do with actual crocodiles, thankfully. Nothing. No, no, it's much worse. Actually, I'd rather be eaten by a fucking crocodile that shows these people's skin and bone or muscle have rotted away to the bone while they're still alive. Oh, that sounds it, fantastic. It looks like cooked chicken. It's disgusting. It's it's so repulsive. And um, and I was just people, thinking about eating a chicken sandwich. Thanks. Well, you're you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad <laughs> to help your New Year's goals of of you know, taking a four or five pounds off, you know, yeah, for swimsuit season. <laughs> it's just what I'm thinking about. Cause I think this year I'm going full speedo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I used to do that back in college, but uh, I'm going to scare everybody with uh, what looks like two walnuts stuffed inside my uh, bathing suit. <laughs> uh, every line is, a, is, is perfectly like like oh god i can see everything everything oh look there's a hair sticking out from the middle oh no better pluck that would you would you would you wax the areas that were not covered by the speedo hell no no so you're going full oh yeah oh natural okay Okay. There is a guy at the Palmyra pool and I, I hope I'm not like telling tells tales of a person like a private person, but I don't know their name, but there is this guy at the Palmyra public pool who was so tanned that his skin was like rawhide and he, he had a big old belly and he would sit at the pool all day, all summer long. Every day you went there, if you ever went there, he was there all fucking day long. I'm thinking he was retired and he was just chilling in the sun all day, hopping the pool for a little while, you know, and, and just loving life. But it always like, it just amazed me. I was like, this guy is like kind of big and he's not at all conscious, like self-conscious about it. And I was like, (laughs) how, how do I get there? How do I learn to be like that? Because I am so self-conscious. I could not be doing what he does. I guess if you just keep doing it, eventually you don't give a shit anymore. But, you know, this guy would start around like he was a 20-year-old. You know, it was interesting. Like he he had full confidence in himself. Hey, a little body positivity his way, huh? Yeah, for, for the good, for the good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those people that wear clothing that's way too tight for somebody of their size. And I am by no means a skinny mini myself. It'd be like me wearing a medium sized Uh T-shirt and going out and being like, yeah, check it out. You can really see the definition. Meanwhile, half of my gut is hanging out the bottom of the shirt. You look like Mac from uh, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) That one season where he got fat. Yeah, that's exactly what I would look like. You're just eating. You're just eating and wheezing, dude. <laughs> just eating and wheezing. I would be totally aware of the fact, though, that I was wearing that. I just, you know, I don't care how much body positivity you have. Sometimes you got to think, you know, 
You got to think uh, about it. There was a friend of yours, not a friend of mine, because he was a prick to me. Yeah. But you know who I'm talking about probably by this story. He came over to my house with you one day, and I think one other, I think it might have been dude was there too, but, or he came over later. But um, you and this guy, we'll call him SR. Oh, when, yeah. He, he comes in the house and he immediately says, Hey, can I have some vinegar? I'm like, well, okay, why? Strangest thing to ask for when you walk in somebody's house. He literally just walked in my house. And I'm that was pickling his, outside. Hang yeah, on. He's this is his first thing to say. And he's like, yeah, can I have some, some vinegar? And I'm like, I guess so. And he takes a little mini glass of vinegar and just shoots it like a, like a shot. And says, I like to do that every day, you know? keeps me clean and 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 i'm like why the fuck didn't you do that before you came to my house you show off (laughs) goofy fuck showing off what though i mean that's really not it's gross yeah i'll never forget i'll never forget that particular uh individual and i don't care if he knows that we're talking about him but he had uh, a necklace with a dried ghost pepper inside of it although i don't think it was a ghost pepper i think it was the one that was considered the hottest before uh-huh. ghost peppers like this cayenne or something like that okay anyways we're in the middle of class and somebody dared him to eat a piece of it so he eats a piece of it and immediately starts crying <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking huge tears. Like, I can't believe it. <laughs> like screaming, crying that his mouth is on fire and everything. I'll just never forget it because why? Why did you do that? What the fuck's the matter with you? But he had that sort of fake ass confidence. I remember he showed up at my house, right? Like we were talking about. And then we I'm went. I'm sorry for bringing him around, by the way. Uh, well. <laughs> Nowadays. We went, we went to Kmart, and he was wearing this leather vest with no shirt on underneath. Oh my was, god! I can I can actually see this because I remember it. Yeah, and that was the day I found this bizarre, like love letter to somebody, in or it was a breakup letter. I guess it was both um, in a cart. And it was just completely incomprehensible. And this was in the days before internet. So there was no fucking excuse at all. Like this person was functionally illiterate and I'll never forget it. I wish, I wish I still had it, but you know, 25, 30 years makes a thing go disappear. That reminds me, you got to remind me next time that I'm coming over to bring over. uh, I have one of your letters that you sent me from uh, when you were in basic. Oh, awesome. Yes. Awesome. In fact, it is addressed to me, uh, civilian wuss. Really? <laughs> is that yes. right? Oh yeah. my god! You, you put my title as civilian wuss. <laughs> well, that certainly sums up what an asshole I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh god! Civilian I just I just tripped wuss. across it the other day because I had it had been down in my basement in a box of stuff and I pulled it because I wanted to show it to you and then it was sitting on a shelf and I forgot about it and I put it in a place where I would not forget it which of course means that I forgot it and uh, I just found it the other day well bring it over I'll read it on the air next step next episode after we get it back after you get it to me 
love to see that but um yeah uh so yeah lots of nakedness lots of craziness yeah beware um, of the naked criminal it's apparently yeah. uh you know something that that happens from time to time and we have three particular instances although i gotta say the guy being in the car reminded me just real quick there was a story that i had read once where a guy had broken into a couple's attic he wasn't naked and the reason well, why I'm not they interested. Had, yeah, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, never mind. The reason, <laughs> the reason why they found him was because somebody downstairs had told a joke and the guy that was hiding in the attic fucking laughed. It <laughs> 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 told a joke and he laughed and they were like, what the hell? There's nobody up there. So they ended up calling the police and the guy ended up getting arrested then. That's just it, it made me think of that because I'm like, man, she must not have said anything funny while she was driving or 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 anything like that. Like the guy was just a complete rock back there. <laughs> Although I am curious as to whether or not he was naked when he got the seat all muddy. Yeah. I mean, was I'm he just assuming... naked at the end or was he naked the entire time? You know, that's. That's where my curiosity is uh, is peaked. And one of the best quotes from the stories at the end was that the guy said, can I at least put my pants on as he was being arrested? And one of the uh, constables said, we'd appreciate it if you did. <laughs> <laughs> Getting busted by the RCMP up there in Canada. Yeah. Royal Royal Mounted uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police Royal Canadian Mounted Police Yeah, I know my alphabet If you like Storytime with Tom and Mike or our Let's Play channel Gaming with Tom and Mike please consider contributing to our Patreon For only $1 a month you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast, unaired gaming videos behind the scenes audio and video sketches and more Just go to www.patreon.com slash Tom and Mike Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Professor Barry Mailer of uh, Ferris State University in Big Rapids, Michigan, told his students recently, this was a this was in January, uh, told his students that he didn't want to know anything about his his about their them, not even their names, because in his words, you people are just vectors of disease to me. He said it didn't matter how hard they worked in his class because he had already randomly predetermined their grades. And if they didn't like it, he said, go complain to the dean. I'm retired at the end of this year and I don't care any longer. It, uh, <laughs> I just apparently he put together a 14 minute profanity laced video uh, to explain this to his students at the beginning of the semester. And uh, his whole thing, I guess, was that he was upset that they were going to be going back to in-person um, instruction instead of only um, doing online instruction. And being the age that he is, he was afraid that he was more susceptible to coronavirus than others and didn't think it was fair that he had to do it. <laughs> So that's wow. that's what that's what touched off the little bit of assholeish insanity that was his diatribe. Right, right. Like it, at first, at first, I almost go, "Okay, I get your point," but and then it gets worse and worse, mm -hmm. and and you're like, "All right, well, you know, fuck this guy. Like he's just a selfish prick." Um. <laughs> 
then the further you get into the story here, he starts like, the video off wearing a space helmet. Yeah, and he's like, he's like telling uh, his his uh, students that the internet, inter, intergalactic internet, is all a buzz of this planet where suffering is through the roof. <laughs> it's <laughs> he gets better as he goes along. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. And, and it does, he said later on that he based his grading system off the Calvinist doctrine. Of course, he's a fucking Calvinist doctrine of predestination, which posits that God has already assigned people from salvation before birth. So they can take no action in life to change that. I do not know anything about the Calvinists. What, what, can you give us a brief synopsis? I kind of just did. It's a Christian. It? It's a Christian sect based by this guy whose last name was Calvin. I can't remember his first name, but he basically posited that there were a finite and predetermined number of people who were going to go to heaven. That everyone else was basically here for filler. That the entirety of history was here for filler, <laughs> except for the chosen ones who would go through life and then go to heaven afterwards. Everyone else was essentially made to go to hell. So it made no difference what you do in life. Nothing made no difference. You could go to church every day. You could pray your heart out. Nothing. Nothing would change it. Hmm. So that's that's pretty fun. That's a fun religion. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like the kind of religion where you only really need to go to church once because well, it doesn't fucking matter if you go again. You don't have to go at all. <laughs> yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You're going to go to heaven anyway. So you might as well just be, well, yeah. a condescending psychopathic prick to your students, for example. It's like, and pass or fail them based on doctrines that are. Well, don't have anything to do with what you're doing. Right, exactly. Like they don't belong in that field. Even yeah. if he was teaching religion, like maybe if he was teaching Calvinism, I could almost see it as kind of like a clever, hey, I'm an avant-garde professor, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But to to do that just because you're cranky pants, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do my job. Yeah. Uh, uh, my trust is writing up. Uh, uh. <laughs> Fred Garvin, male prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever heard the word use of the word trust <laughs> was watching Saturday Night Live. My first one was from uh, the the uh, one episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, the old original series. Um, where someone had something and he said, it's my electric truss. And I just thought that was funny that someone would have an electric truss. <laughs> so I found out what a truss was and now I can't remember what a truss is. And isn't it some kind of like thing that holds your balls back or something like that? Something along those lines or, or folds of skin. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, it's not something that I, that I want to uh, openly uh, investigate right now. Right. Explore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna they, I'm gonna let that one go. They have these onesie shirt underwear combo things that they're selling on Facebook for people to hold back their fat, like oh, yeah? to slim them down. And I'm like, so you know, he's like, yeah, you're really showing off. And and you know, like the whole point of looking like that is for confidence, I suppose. But imagine trying to, you know, like, oh, you meet somebody. And you hit it off 
and you go back to her place or they go back to your place and and you have to work your way out of this onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Could you help unsnap this, please? Yeah, like you unsnap it and this fucking mass is unfurled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all tired and 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 compressed from that compression material uh, that they use. Do yourself a favor and just like I gotta say, my my brother, uh, I'm proud of him. He's lost a a bunch of weight. Oh, good. Uh, over the past, yeah, probably about the past year or so. And I've decided to follow in the example that he did, which was uh, eating better and riding an extra a stationary bike uh, on the daily. Okay. And awesome. I've started, I've started to do that now. So hopefully I can get myself slimmed down a little bit more, but uh <laughs> Hiding it and then having it be a surprise, dropping it on somebody is is not is not the way to go. I would love if I had the room. I would absolutely love to have a treadmill. Yeah, or, uh, that'd be really nice. You know, just slap a TV in front of that and just run, stroll along. Yeah, stroll run along, walk. run, do whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. It's like with the stationary bike too. I going for a half an hour and I know that at his peak, he was riding uh, a half an hour and hitting nine miles, which would be approximately 18 miles an hour on the bike. Okay. And I am at about 14 miles an hour right now. It's about the fastest that I'm comfortable going. Yeah. So I'm doing about seven miles. He did nine. I'm hoping you know, at some point in the near future that I'll be able to hit that mark too. Well, I mean, that's a good goal. I mean, you know, and, and it's a reasonable goal, I think. Yeah. I saw uh, it happen right before my eyes. I know that I'm capable of it. If my brother who shares, you know, all of our genetics basically mm -hmm. is capable of doing it. I am too. I used to like this show called that 70s show. Mm -hmm. I guess I still like it, but I mean, for the most part, everyone that's come out of that show has been really successful and, and, you know, even wholesome, you know, to a certain degree, like, like uh, what's his name? Mila Kunis. Not Mila Kunis. <laughs> no. I just like to say her name, like, like Jabba the Hutt. Mila Kunis. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it fits no it's ashton kutcher is who i'm thinking of ashton kutcher turns out to be this like amazing role model fucking hunt child predators yeah like hunts like pedophiles on the internet and exposes them like he has a whole thing about sex trafficking that he's like funded and, and helped to promote to get people more aware of that shit so, you know, incredibly human being. And then Wilmer Valderez, I don't know what the hell he's, he's just on a lot of TV shows. Same with um, with uh, Topher Grace and uh, Laura, Laura Prepon. Yeah. And then you come to Mr. Danny Masterson, who played Hyde on the show, who is a gigantic piece of trash, a rapist and a criminal and. Uh, hiding behind the veil of the church of scientology go yes. figure yeah 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 and free from arbitration apparently through scientology 
Uh, yeah, Scientology I'm not entirely said that, sure what that means, though. Well, basically what it means is that uh, the California Court of Appeals decided or decided they ruled. I shouldn't say they decided. I mean, I guess it, that's a good way of saying it. I don't know that uh, the women have a First Amendment right to leave the church and cannot be bound in perpetuity to an arbitration agreement they signed when they became members. So they apparently signed an agreement when they became members of the church that stated that they wouldn't come back against them you know for for the for whatever happens for anything yeah yes in perpetuity for for illegality that occurred which includes rape yeah which is absolutely asinine well basically at that point the church of scientology was doing damage control they were basically in their bully way saying all right yeah 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 he did it but you can't do shit about it because of this, because of this fucking paperwork, which is a major obstruction of justice. I don't think there's anything legal about that. Well, an interesting uh, thing that they point out here in this article, too, is that the ruling actually overturned a lower court ruling that would have forced the women to go to a religious arbitration panel. So they were almost legally forced to go before the arbitration panel for the for the church oh imagine what that would have been like they would have dug up every little piece of dirt possible to smear them because that is how the church of science i don't know how much you know about the church of scientology i have watched the leah ramini um uh show where she basically dresses down and and breaks out a lot of their stuff and explains it and foster. Have you seen any of that? It's on A and E. No, I have not. If it, it's worth a look, I can't remember what the name of it is, to be honest. But if you just look up Leah Romini, the woman who played on um oh my god, I can see it in a King of Queens. Oh, okay. She was right. on the King of Queens and then on Kevin Can Wait after they uh Got rid of his wife that was on the show and brought her there. So it became King Queens part two, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, she was she was a Scientologist and managed to get away. But they are just out of this world uh, vindictive. Uh, and they, they essentially treat their members like their congregation, like property. Oh, yeah. But and 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 their means and their ways of, of protecting it. Are, are dangerously psychotic. They'll, they will poison pets. They will threaten you at your school, at your work. They will come up to you at the grocery store and, and just leer at you. And like, just all this crazy shit that they'll do. Um, like, it's like something out of a fucking horror movie, a cult and, and, and you can't escape it. And they'll, do it for months and months and the more famous you are i think the more of an example they'll make of you you know like yeah. we made your career we'll destroy it you know we've got apparently though raping is okay raping well, is okay yeah well if he had not stayed true to the church they probably would have would have smeared him too i mean it's just excommunicated him left him hanging in the wind yeah exactly like said oh yeah um yeah, we found out about it a couple of days ago or something. They would figure it out. These guys are so and and the shit that they believe is is like bonkers on a on a whole new level. Like they believe that there is this god called or like alien called Xenu. Mm-hmm. 
who this all comes from the mind of l ron hubbard by the way if you remember yeah. those those advertisements when we were kids that would come on tv and be like dianetics by l ron hubbard yes and uh yes that guy and a lackluster at best science fiction writer for at least a decade prior to that wrote many many books none of them did very well one Never them, seen him on a bestseller uh, for anybody. No. One of them was, you may have heard, made into a movie called Battles. What was it called? Uh, Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Earth. Yes. And which was absolutely horrible. <laughs> John Travolta's um, just. Uh, I forget what I was going to say there. <laughs> he's he's stellar in this film. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Him and uh, what's that guy's name? I was going to say his crowning eye? achievement. <laughs> I was going to say his crowning achievement. That's where I was coming from. That who's that? But, who's the who's the African American guy with the lazy eye? Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, he's in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. I did not know yeah, that. It's a terrible movie. I don't know what what Forrest Whitaker was thinking. Like he must have just needed a paycheck, or like owed a favor to. to Is somebody. he a Scientologist? Also, I, he may be. He may be. I, mean, I almost think you would almost have to be in order to be in that movie. You would think, but yeah, hmm. I mean, just and like so. Anyway, Zenu, right? So it's this galact intergalactic alien who's been alive for like I don't know twelve thousand years something like that I think you were gonna say 12 years <laughs> <laughs> been alive for 12 years yeah this guy's been alive for you know 12,000 120,000 whatever years and is responsible for um we apparently were born of shrimp or no clams we we are raised we are born from clams and our DNA mixed with something and that made us into humans. But uh, I'm getting a lot of this confused because it's so I like some bearded clam, if you know what I'm saying. I, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I guess they took all the bodies or, or all the sleeping, like frozen bodies of all of Xenu's en enemies and brought them to earth and place them at the base of a volcano and then use the bomb to set it off, killing all those people and releasing their spirits into the air where they now take, like take up residence in our bodies as Thetians. And these Thetians have to be cleared through various rites, rituals and, and technological processes. They call it clearing. And there's like, I think six levels of clearing mm -hmm. and each level is a little more expensive too. So the first level of clearing is like going to cost you, I don't know, a thousand bucks. Second level of clearing to get level to that level, it's going to cost you 10 grand. And then level three is like $150,000. And it just, keeps yeah, I do, I do recall there. that their prices were exorbitant. And they make it like, if, if this is truly your calling, you'll find a way to make that money a priority to give to us mm -hmm. because it's our mission to da 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 and and like and they're these fuckers are tax free that's why religion should all be uh taxed i agree 100 because it's a fucking business especially yeah. this one
so we've got five minutes left. All right. What else, what else can we talk about? Did you want to just passingly talk about Matthew Gertz? Sure. Just because it's kind of a funny, funny, but sad. It is amusing. It is amusing. And he's got good things to say. But for those of you who aren't aware, Matthew Gertz is a, a journalist. Um, he's a journalist. And he's unfortunately named because his name looks an awful lot like Matt Gates. And Matt Gates is not a good guy. He is a what is he, a senator or a congressman? He's a congressman, right? I, I think so. I think he's a congressman. And he, for those of you not in the know, stands accused of trafficking underage women uh, from state to state uh, for nefarious method, from you know, for use in sex, essentially. Um, yeah, sex trafficking and grooming and and stuff like that. Just oh yeah, yeah, all kinds the of lowest. Yeah, all kinds of creepy shit. And and he's a terminal frat boy, you know, like, you know, the date rapey kind. And this guy, you know, obviously is a piece of shit and, and why he hasn't been brought to justice yet is unclear. But I think that his the nails are in the coffin right now because some pretty damning evidence came out against him recently. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was kind of irrefutable. I sure hope I sure hope it sticks. Yeah, well, we'll see. You know, I got. I, I want to. I want to still trust in our criminal justice system, but it makes it hard. It, it does when you see these things not happening, like, like, like uh, Leroy's thing last week. Like, like, hey, when Giuliani pops his hat off at, or his helm, his mask off at the end of uh, the Masked Singer, when we have the state police be there to pick him up. For the FBI to pick them up. Like, surprise, you're on arrest me. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't want to get all political, but but it is it is uh very disconcerting. But this guy has been making like he he's been making really funny tweets to the effect of like, hey, uh, I have kids. This is really making me look bad. Could you stop it? <laughs> you know, like, Once again, I must stress I am not this man. Please don't treat me like I am this man. Because and then he gets posts like or like messages all the time from people who believe him to be a uh to be matt gates and to do what matt gates has done or allegedly has done and and you know what how do you deal with that like like how do you not just call these people idiots that's a good question you know like 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 i don't understand i don't understand fame like like that's the especially the kind of fame where people know your face um, you can't go out in the public without some asshole coming up to you like, hey, you're that guy. It's like, yeah. That's the funny thing is this guy doesn't look anything like Matt Gates. No, he really doesn't at all. Like, yeah. not even in the least. That's because Matt Gates looks like someone pinched his face for the first 10 years of his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what happened to him. Yeah, he just had like a vice not like a vice grip, but you know those clamps that with yeah. the with the orange caps on them that put a shitload of pressure. Someone just took that, put it right over his beak, 
and just squished his face <laughs> together. So now you leave that on all night or I will hit you with the rake. Hit you with a rake indeed. And don't you touch your penis. That's evil. You leave that in your pants forever. Well, there's a reason why your hand's shaped the way it is. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so people, please leave Matt Gertz alone. Just fuck with Matt Gates. That's right. That's I've, that's the uh, that's the uh, underlying moral to the story. I think I think it would be funny to just send him memes of himself in prison. <laughs> you know, just like, a little foreshadowing for you, buddy. Yeah, because that's not threatening. That's not something that could be misconstrued as a threat. That's just like a, a sick to the stomach reminder that he deserves every day. Hey, this is where you're going to go. I hope you look good in orange, buddy. Hope you like unsolicited butt sex. Unsolicited. Unsolicited butt sex. Unsolicited butt sex. Get your hand off my penis. (laughs) Once again, Democracy Manifest. Go look it up. You will enjoy it. Original video. Make sure you type in original video. Otherwise, you'll get yep. some bullshit. I promise you it's 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 worth a look. It really is. Yeah, it'll make you. It's only a minute long. It will make you laugh. It'll it make, make you, cry. you cry. Yeah, yeah. make you cry out in joy. Yeah, because it is one of the most eloquent and verbose arrests I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> oh, that makes me think of this one uh clip that i saw where this guy's got arrested. this guy got arrested he's like i i thought you was i thought you was just messing with me i didn't know you were a cop it's like what do you think with the with the lights i thought it was christmas (laughs) (laughs) this guy picked his lie and he committed to i thought it was christmas he said (laughs) yep blue and blue and red lights definitely uh christmas (sighs) christmas classics but he, in a way, he was like, like he, in his head, he's thinking, I'm creating positive deni- or po- plausible deniability. But because he was an idiot, he was like, not just shutting the fuck up like he should have done. True that. Yeah, that that's that's a lesson for everybody. If you if you're going to be placed under arrest, shut your fucking mouth. Don't talk to your mouth. Don't talk to any of them until you have a lawyer in the room with you. And only when you have a lawyer in the room with you, any other time you keep your fucking mouth shut because all it takes is saying the wrong thing. And even if you're innocent, you could be fucked. So, and after that little bit of jail time lawyering, I'd like to say I could talk about this for hours and, and really would be willing to, but I just looked at the clock and we are out of time. So that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to story time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you, giving it to you, like mentioning for the thousandth time, probably urethral sounding and the uncomfortableness that that gives you. Thank you. Thank you.